When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are with Sir Crokington. We are in the city of Pakwur. In the last episode, we opened the way to the, to the Undercity. Whether or not we should have, do, should have done that is something we won't know. Because of just how writing works. Maybe in the future there'll be some sort of disaster. Or then again, maybe not. Anyhow. There's danger. There's certainly danger. But hopefully, if I play my cards right, the only person who would experience it will be Sir Crokington and all the various monsters that get killed. Anyway, the entrance is in Hall of Lords. Going there now. The Hall of Lords is a grand stone structure overlooking a wide quadrangle in Pakwur's eastern district. The ancient building, which easily dwarfs those that flanks it, has long served as a player, as the place from which the city's chancellor and a council of magistrates govern the mighty seaport. The lower level of the hall features a grand gallery contains nearly 100 statues. The sculptures depict the many prominent personages who have played a role in shaping the city's destiny over the many centuries that have passed since the seaport was founded. Investigate the gallery. The gallery statue on the lower level of Hoverlords is indeed a sight to behold. Nearly 100 statues, each of them obviously the work of a master craftsman, Fill the broad gallery in neat, symmetrical wells. Much to your surprise, no one else is here. A wide path, marked by tiles of polished granite, leads down through the centre of the statues and stops only a few yards short of the south wall. Set into the middle of the wall is a massive slab of engraved stone, inlaid with an intricate design fashioned entirely out of iron. Your eyes quickly fall upon the, st on the stone, upon the broad circular outline of a door set into the middle of the slab. A close examination reveals numerous symbols of warding etched onto the bands of iron that frame the ancient portal. It is just a warded door that has long ago sealed off the ancient ruins above which Pakura was long ago built. 
A small latch, carefully concealed at the edge of one of the iron inlays at the base of the slab, appears to offer the only wetly of discernible way to open the door. Attempt to open the massive door. You take hold of the small latch near the base of the slab and pull it. The warded door begins to swing slowly inward, revealing a broad, gloom-filled passage that has long been sealed shut. After swinging open only a few feet, the massive, circular door begins to close. Step into the dark passage before the door closes. Well, okay, it's... There's still some security. But is this enough? I mean, it's, it's just knowing that, that there... It's just the bees knowing that there's an exit. That just means some of them will just wait for someone to accidentally open the door. Maybe. Maybe. Swing open a few feet, the massive circular door begins to close. Step into the dark passage before the door closes. Oh, and there goes my internet for no apparent reason. Don't know how that happened. Okay, I'll pause for a bit. With your reliable light source scattering. The dense gloom that fills the broad, circular, sloping passage. You make your way down into the ancient ruins upon which the city of Pakura was long ago built. You're standing at the foot of a broad, circular corridor that leads up and out of these ancient, lightless ruins. The vast labyrinth of crumbling streets, twisting, gloom-filled passages, and dark, frigid, fathomless pools. It's a place few living eyes have ever beheld. These believe these ruins are all that remained for once grand civilization that's believed to have thrived all along the shores of the sh- shores of the Sundren, the dawn of the age of storms. With only the small pool of radiance cast by your light to ward off the dark light. That smothers this subterranean well. You find yourself suddenly overcome by a profound and nagging sense of dread. Now, what is the Age of Storms? The Age of Storms preceded the Age of Alderaan, and lasted for over 10,000 years. With Swift's two races of men, the Adavari and the and Vorentium, arrived in northern swift towards the middle of this age. This dark and brutal age in swift's history was characterised by characterised by violent storms of magical energy that waged over the whole world for years at a stretch. Many lawmasters believed the storms were caused by open whiffs whiffs between the world of swift the realm of the neverness. So wait. Alright. Hmm. So dawn of the age of storms. So that was before all the outer before the Adivari and Vorinthium even got here. So 
We don't even know what sort of people these were. Were they... Could they be the... The bat people civilization? Of which all that remains is those angry buggers in the bat cave? I mean, they're old. I mean, there's no traces, so could be anything. I mean, it could just be human, but stretched a bit. <laughs> human, but with a few changes. You know, the China changes that you can make with a bit of makeup and clever camera angles. But we don't know. We don't know what sort of people were there. I mean, and and there's not really even enough of this city left for us to get decent clues. Okay. With only a small wallet, pulled of radiance, cast by your light to ward off the silent dark that smothers this subterranean well, you find yourself subtly overcome, profound nagging sense of dread. Now this is an explorable area, you know, like like sea cliffs and Pakur, but probably with a lot with a lot more stuff going on than in Pakur, which was pretty much just the rats. And a few Oh yeah, and a few one off events. The ancient ruins beneath Pakur are as perilous as they are mysterious. Only the very bold should dare to explore the crumbling streets and twisting passages of this long forgotten domain of shadow. Explore now. Your exploration of the ruins below Pakur is suddenly interrupted by an encounter with a lone skeleton. Now I would. Now if it wasn't trying to kill me, I would carefully get out my calipers and try to figure out what the people who used to live down here look like. But it's trying to kill me, which always kind of makes them... which always gets in the way of... A way of osteoarchaeology when the bones move around and they try to kill you. It's bloody awkward that. And it's not like they they'll tell you about their previous civilization. No, no, they just they just go What the what I can't get anything from that. Anyway, begin combat. The ragclad skeleton swipes through his jagged fingers of bones. It is slain. 2xp. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment, following the defeat of the ragclad skeleton. At last, certain you're no longer in any immediate danger here, you once again set off to resume your exploration. Keep exploring. Two watting ghouls. The moan as they reach out for you and are slain. 4xp. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment. Alas, certain you're no longer in any intimate danger here. Once again, set off to resume your exploration. Keep exploring. It's another rotting ghoul. Just quick combat that. Some terrible loot. 2xp. 
suddenly in a damp unusually warm section of the vast ruins you discover a wide dark pool you've made a special note of this location a dark pool of muck you will return to it in the future whenever you explore the ruins below Pakwar. You're standing a few feet back from the edge of a wide, dark pool of muck, beneath an unusually warm section of, of the ancient sprawling ruins beneath Pakwar. Beneath Pakwar, a, a jagged line of collapsed structures surrounds almost two thirds of the pool many of them rising out of the oozing muck, approaching the pool. As you approach the edge of the pool, the thick, crusting muck that covers its oozing surface begins to writhe. Standing at the edge of the pool, your horror-stricken gaze fixes itself on the rotting figure, now crawling its way up and out of the pool of muck. An ooze-covered ghoul, its rotting form lurching violently, as it wades through the waist-deep muck, swiftly moves in your direction. The ghastly creature hisses ominously as it steps onto the solid ground at the edge of the pool. You fall back and draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to engage one of the vicious, long-dead denizens of these ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul begin combat. The vicious, muck-colored... Muck covered on dead being swipes through his deadly claws. I stab with my deadlier knife and it is slain. 5 XP, 5 combat XP, 64 XP to general. The hideous ghoul, its rotting form now mangled and tattered, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, thick muck again begins to weave. You maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watching ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steel yourself to face the vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. Another ooze-covered ghoul Swipes with his rotting clawed hands, did a vicious savage blow for three damage. I just keep stabbing. It is slain. Six XP, six combat XP, 96 XP to general. The hideous ghoul is rotting form, now tangled, now mangled and tattered, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to writhe. You maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watching ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steel yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul, and let us begin combat. The vicious muck-covered undead being swipes it through his deadly claws. Okay, I keep stabbing. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It is slain. Six combat XP, 128 experience to general. 
Hideous gall, its watting form now mangled and tattered, staggers back and slinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to wave. You maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watting ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered undead horror wades through a waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steal yourself to face this vicious, long-eared denizen of the ancient ruins. Another ooze-covered ghoul. I'll just quick combat that. 8 combat XP. 160 experience to general. Hideous ghoul. It's watting form, now mangled and tattered. Staggers, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to weave. Oh, it's another one. I'll just quick combat that. 8 combat XP, 192 experience to general. It's starting to add up. Hideous school, it's watting form now, mangled and tattered, staggered back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, thick muck again begins to wive. It's another one. It's yep, waist deep in the pool. Just quick combat it. Oh my. Okay. Hmm, I'm nearly out. I'm I'm nearly out of health, so I'm gonna use the hand of healing. Keep going, and it is slain. Nine XP, two hundred and twenty-four experience to general. Hideous gore is watting form now mangled and tattered, staggered back and sinks into the ball of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dank, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to weave and wave. Okay, I'm going to quickly heal myself back up to four. Four. Here's another ooze-covered ghoul. Quick combat it. Ten combat experience, 256 experience to general. The pool wives once more. Another ooze-covered ghoul. Okay. Yeah, these things are knocking off a lot of my health. It is slain. Okay, we've got a suddenly coming up now. Just heal myself fully. 11 combat experience, 288 experience to general. The hideous ghoul, its watching form now mangled and tatters, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck. Swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Suddenly. 2,048 experience to general. 256 experience to all skills and powers. Whew. That's a lot of experience for something that was so quick. Strange gurgling sound fills the air. Instinctively you drop back from the pool. Enjoy yourself into combat with these stents. You certainly notice, however, that the edge of the oozing pool is rapidly receding. For several moments, you stand and watch as the pool of muck quickly vanishes, disappearing into an unseen crevice at the bottom of the deep impression in which it sits, when at last only small, scattered puddles of ooze remained. Your eyes are drawn to a large stone hatch in the centre of the deep but empty basin. A 
close examination of the hatch reveals that it is not large. locked. After only a brief struggle with the wavy portal, you manage to open it and reveal a set of, step, set of steps descending into darkness. Please note, if you choose not to descend the steps, you won't have another opportunity to do so until this special encounter resets. Yes, yes, so this is that pool of muck and the oozy ghouls that come out of it. That's a bit of replayable content where it's not it's not as rewarding as the first time, but still, it's something. It's something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get if I do do it again, I'll tell you. But otherwise, you're just going to have to play the game to figure out exactly what you get for doing it the second time. And the third time. And the twelfth time. And a 739th time. It is the same all those times. There's nothing special that happens the 739th time. Because that would be weird. To put something in there. So... Congratulations, you defeated this dungeon 739 times. Exactly. Have three adventurer tokens. <laughs> I mean, who would do that? I mean, quite a lot of people, if you give them enough time. Yeah. Descend the steps. With every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you cautiously make your way down the steps at the bottom of the empty basin. You're standing at the bottom of the stairs that lead up and out of this damp, this dark, damp lair. To the north and south, the gloom-filled corridor plunges into darkness. Okay, I'm sort of in the middle of the, dun of the dungeon. There's passages all around. There's a loop. There's a loop in the north, northeast, and passages in the other corners. Alright, northwest. Going to the northeastern loop. Going round. It gets a bit figure of 80. Alright. There must be something here. Suddenly, your exploration of the damp, dark. Damp dark lair beneath the stone hatch comes to an abrupt halt as a tall, staggering figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a hideous ghoul, clad in a long, tattered robe, appears at the edge of your pool of light. Attack the robed ghoul. The robed ghoul moans and stretches out its decayed, claw-tipped fingers Staggers forward to meet your attack. It's a world ghoul begin combat. The world ghoul swipes you through its clawed hand. The immediate is devastating blow for 28 damage. But no matter because it is now slain. 6 combat XP. With a low broken moan, the hideous ghoul collapses into a heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome, undead being, spend the next several moments checking over equipment. Alas, when you're certain there's nothing else moving in the passage, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. Keep going, keep going. 
Alright. Your suddenly, your exploration of the dark town blair beneath the stone hatch comes to an abrupt halt as a tall, staggering figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a hideous ghoul, clad in a long, tattered robe, appears at the edge of your pool of light. Heal and attack the world ghoul. The world ghoul moans as it stretches out its decayed, claw-tipped fingers, staggers forward to meet your attack as a world ghoul. Such shoot with this clawed hand. Devastating blow, 32 damage, and another 28 damage. And it is slain. And I heal myself. 7 XP. With a low, broken moan, hideous ghoul collapses into a heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome undead being and spend the sex next several moments checking over the equipment. At last, when you're certain there is nothing else moving in the passage, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. Okay. Do 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 do. Here comes another one. Another grobed ghoul, just going to quick combat that. 7 XP. Yeah, that ends, ends like the previous two. Just going just gonna to wander around here until I get some sort of message saying, Hey, there's no more grobed ghouls around here. Look around and find something nice. Attack the grobed ghoul, quick combat. It is slain, 7 XP. Yes, these ghouls are slowly getting harder and harder with each new one you fight. Because apparently they work, these ghouls work, work under the, under the principles of that movie, The One. Where the less ghouls they are, the more power each individual ghoul has. Or something like that. Or maybe they just 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 have a have a weird code of honor where you where they always fight them in order of strength. Attack the world ghoul. Quick combat. Ooh. Okay. Hand of healing, and it is slain. All right, nine XP. See, it keeps going up. With a low, broken moan, the hideous, hideous ghoul collapses into a heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome undead being and spend the next several moments checking over your equipment. At last, when you're certain there is nothing else moving this passage, for now at least, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark damp lair. Alright. Quickly heal myself back up. I mean, I can always just, well, not here, but later on, I can just make my way back to the city. But if I can get back out with the door closed, what does that mean for all these skeletons and who knows what else beneath the city? Your exploration of the damp, damp dark lair beneath the stone hatch comes to an abrupt halt as a tall, stoking figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. 
you instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a hideous ghoul, clad in a long, tattered robe, peers at the edge of your pool of light. Attack the robed ghoul. Just quick combat it. Didn't get any many specials then. 9 XP. And that ends like the west of them. Okay. How many of these ghouls are there? Well, just got to keep wandering around until someone tells me to stop. Or something like that. Here's another ghoul. Quick bombat. 9 XP. Low book moans. Spent check over my equipment. Back to exploring and healing. Alright, attack the world's ghoul, quick combat. 10 XP, yep, yep, the, the XP you get, that you get just keeps going up because the foes keep getting tougher. Once again, prepare to resume your exploration. This dark damp player. Alright, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, it must be something coming on, so we better get this party started, or something like that. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Attack the world, cool. Quick combat, it is slain. 11 XP. Last one, you're certain there's nothing else moving the passage. You once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark down player. Okay, yeah, 11 XP for that. Suddenly, oh, we got a suddenly. I guess that means they're all gone. Or something far nasty is about to emerge. 1,024 experience to general and another 256 experience to all skills and powers. You're just about to move away along the dark corridor when you spot something lying just beneath the edge of the slain ghoul's tattered robe. You reach down and toss back the mouldy cloth and are surprised to discover a stone amulet resting on the floor. The amulet, carved to resemble a frowning face, is attached to a thick silver chain. Uncertainty for its value, or its possible importance, you decide to take it with you. Hmm. A strange, a strange and mysterious object acquired after defeating a monster? Oh, that's probably something Timikef will be interested in. Because I think he's more interested in the stories than the objects. Because if I found this just on the street, he probably wouldn't care at all. But since it came off a monster, well, that means, that means anyone who gets it has part of the tale of Sir Crokington. Yes. The already famous adventurer who's about to become a lot more famous. Well, maybe not about, but... Over the next few score of episodes. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Unzert. Oh, let's have a look at it then. This small stone amulet is carved to resemble a frowning face. It's attached to a thick length of silver chain. You found this amulet in the ruins beneath the city of Pakwar. Resume your exploration and there's nothing more to do here. I'm pretty sure because they're not they're not gonna come back. Just going to do one more loop just to check. Check there's no there's no there's no one's height there's no skeletons hiding in a corner somewhere. Because you know what skeletons are like. They can get anywhere they want because they by default have a skeleton key. So they can hide really well. Climb the stairs and leave this there. Make your way back up the stairs. And it back into the empty basin. Okay. If I if I step away, the basin will refill. But I've done all I need to do here. Step out of the empty basin. Are you certain? You want to step out the basin? Yes, yes, I am. With no desire to climb down the steps beneath the hatch, you quickly step out of the empty basin. As you reach the edge of the basin, a strange gurgling sound fills the air. You turn around and find the oozing muck is now rapidly refilling the empty impression. In a matter of moments, the dark ball of muck once again looks exactly as it did when you first discovered it. Handy. I can approach the pool. Nothing stirs in the pool. So I cannot drain the pool until the, until the ghouls come back. Which means I can't go down there again. But I have no reason to go down there. But say, if you couldn't quite handle all the ghouls the first time you went down there, going down again would make would be something you'd want to do. And I admit that happened with quite a few of my characters who didn't have all these these limited time events to make them ridiculously more powerful. Anyway, let's move away from here. It's stinky and it's filled with ghouls. Keep. 
and you can go back to the dark pool of muck whenever you want. Explore now. Your exploration of the wounds below Pakur is suddenly interrupted by an encounter with a lone skeleton. It's a headless skeleton. And now it's a everythingless skeleton. Because it's been completely destroyed. 2XP. You pause to catch your breath and check over equipment following the defeat of the headless skeleton. Uh, terrible loot, four gold. Keep going, keep going. Four decaying ghouls. Lots of ghouls around here. It is slain. Keep exploring, keep exploring. Suddenly, as you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris, deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of an unmistakable and unnerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns of the collapsed structure and wait with braided breath as it draws near. Only seconds later, it forces a stifle and alarmed gasp as a massive, black-scaled serpent slides into view less than 20 yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, easily 40 feet in length and nearly 3 feet in diameter, raises its sneak, sleek but bulky head allows its flickering tongue to taste the air. Then, a shocking burst of speed, the massive serpent slivers off into the shadows and disappears from sight. Oh no, oh no, did, did this serpent just taste the airflow? Yeah, it, it, it tasted the airflow that came from the door. And now it knows there's a way out. Well, we better deal with that before it goes into the city above and starts eating people and, and cats and whatever it wants. Because, I mean, yeah, when you're, that, when you're that big a snake, who's going to stop you? A giant mongoose? Well, we don't have any giant mongooses handy. A giant secretary bird? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah we probably could, but that giant secretary bird's very busy. It's got a whole bureaucracy to run, as it's a giant secretary bird. So obviously it does giant secretary work in large amounts. Why else would they call it a secretary bird? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> of course, any bird experts, maybe you could tell me. On the Swift Discord. Yep. Vowing to remain on your guard in these ancient ruins, you probably resume your exploration. Well, I can't get out of here until that serpent's dealt with. Because I do not want that to get into the city above. I mean, these ghouls, yeah, okay, they're probably... They're not that smart. <laughs> They'll probably... Just wander around at random. And as long as, long as there's, you know, no obvious trail of tasty meat to lead them to the surface... 
very few of them will get there. And presumably, yeah, but still, hmm, could they get through? Yeah. I mean, if they did get, I mean, actually, no, right. They're slow, and the door only stays open for a while, so. Someone would go, someone could open the door, the seal would go, no, no, come on. And then they'll, and then, if the door's open, would the ghoul even be able to crawl through the door before it closes on them? And it goes, as you end up with ghoul juice all over the place, as it just slams shut on them. Making them all a big ghoulish pile. Find your way in your garden, it's Wujin. Keep exploring, keep exploring. Nothing of any particular significance. What's happening now? Suddenly, in an ancient, the remote corner of the ancient ruins, amidst the toppled remains of the massive towers, we discover the skeletal remains of a chain clad man. Owing to the tarnish and decay that mars his chain shirt, and sleeves, and the general state of his fleshless remain. You must estimate the unfortunate soul spooled out on the weather-strewn gown before you has been dead for the better part of it. But wait, wasn't the undersea, under city sealed? Uh, how did he get down there? Wait a minute. Has that, has that guy been telling more people about this city? And some of them didn't get killed by the sword. They got killed by this get by skeletons instead. Yeah, yeah. After your initial search turns up nothing of any particular interest. You're about to abandon your efforts when you suddenly take notice of the gloves covering the skeleton's hands. You immediately take no take note take a close at Luke's gloves and discover they're crafted out of pieces of tattered wolf pelt. Clumps of grey and black fur cover the crude gloves. Okay, and we've got to find find more things like that. Recognising the possible importance of these gloves, it's just it's just, you just have that adventurer tingly feeling. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be important. I better pick this up. It's, it's, just, it's just a feeling you have when you're an adventurer. You just, it just feels, yeah, this would be important. And then you just pick it up. Even, even, no matter how encumbered you are, you just pick it up. So yes, of course it does sometimes misfire this adventurous sense because sometimes you end up picking up things that don't do anything, like uh, this bone wand. You just picked it up from the massive carnage crawler in the ce- in the cellar of the Goblin Claw Inn. And you've had it. I've had it for years, and it 
doesn't seem to do anything. Maybe it was going to once, or maybe it's just, here's some random item. People are going to spend, do so, spend so much time trying to figure out what it does. But it doesn't do anything. Alright, I have these tassered wolf pelt gloves. These tassered pieces of wolf pelt. Covered with clumps of grey and black fur. Been crafted into a pair of crude gloves. They also give one stamina point, And they require 15 spirit to equip. If for some reason you wanted to equip them. But nothing seems uh, apparent yet. Last, having completed your search of the dead man's remains, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the vast ruins beneath Bakroa. Keep exploring. On an ancient avenue, suddenly, on an ancient avenue, on the outskirts of the giant ruins, you suddenly find yourself confronted by a large pack of giant rats. The black-haired rodents, each as large as a tarnwag, sweet street. Weak loudly upon catching sight of you as the vicious creatures rush forward towards you. Their eyes begin to emit a bright silver glow. No, that's not good. That's not good. Glowing eyes are never a good sign. They're just not. They're just, just not a good sign. With no hope of outrunning the first wave of rats, you draw yourself into combat ready stance and prepare to face the onslaught. With countless numbers of the giant, silver-eyed rats swarming over you out of the surrounding darkness, you struggle to maintain your footing as you strike out at the closest of the vicious vermin. Owing to the weight of the swarm now pressing against you from all sides, fleeing is not currently an option. Oh no! Oh no, I'm gonna get eaten! As I slay enough of them to scare the west off, begin combat against a silver-eyed rat, one of many, tears at your flesh with its fangs. Not my flesh, I need that. 2xp, with this ghastly death shriek rising above the foul cacophony of its swarming kin, the vicious rat topples to the ground where it lands in a bloodied heap. Its glowing silver eyes flicker blightly before going dark. You quickly prepare to engage the necks of the swarming rodents. With countless numbers of the giant silver-eyed rats swarming over you from the surrounding dark, out of the surrounding darkness, you struggle to maintain your footing as you strike out of the closest of the vicious vermin. Owing to the weight of the swarm now pressing against you from all sides, fleeing is not currently an option. Silver-eyed rats, and it is slain. Alright. It, it, it dies, shrieks, the eyes go dark. Next, some of them. You he quickly tell me you could now flee from the swarm on to begin combat, okay? Fight and then flee. They tear out your flesh with your fangs. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for any damage. Run away, run away, and get myself a tetanus shot. Run away, run away. So don't get near one of rodents. Run away, run away, run away, run away, run away. You manage to escape from the rat swarm, 
crushing more than one of their number underfoot. Well, no, under entire body, because I keep going, showing. And they're wearing very heavy armour, so they get smushed. As you fly deeper into the ruins, desperate to escape the vicious pack of rodents, after several minutes of flight, you realise the rats have abandoned their pursuit, wary from the ordeal. You lean up against a pile of rubble and spend several minutes recovering. Then, confident you're no longer in any immediate danger from the wet horde, once again, stay off to resume your exploration. Explore some more. Nothing of significance. So what's in gold? Just going to quick combat that. 2xp and a common leather helm, which will sell for about 30 gold or something like that. Suddenly, as you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris, deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of the unmistakable and unnerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against the crack. Columns of the collapsed structure and wait with bated breath as the sound draws closer. Only seconds later, you're forced to stifle an alarmed grasp as a massive, black-scaled serpent slides into view. Less than 20 yards from where you're standing, the enormous reptile, easily 40 feet in length, nearly three feet in diameter, raises its sleek but bulky head and allows its flickering tongue to taste the air. Then, with a shocking burst of speed, the massive serpent slivers off into its shadows and disappears from sight. It's your second sighting of this fearsome serpent. Failing to remain on your guard in these ancient ruins, you promptly resume your exploration. Okay, I guess might be third time's the charm. We can... Chase it down and make sure it can't hurt anybody. But wait a minute. Hmm. Considering these hordes of rats around, it might actually be a good thing to have a giant snake around, you know, to keep a tabs. To keep a tabs on all these rats. Hmm. Probably have to deal have to deal with whatever's controlling the wax because they're definitely being controlled because the whole glowing eye thing and them charging into a completely losing battle animals tend not to do that you know especially when they've got nothing to gain I mean ants would but ants are you social and you social animals just have their own rules and they win at them. Keep exploring. Suddenly, your exploration comes up to an abrupt halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris. Through every sense alert at the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure. Eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, 
revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of his robe. The haunt, the haunting hollow stare of the robe skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, his, blown ha- his bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, takes a single step towards you before turning and moving off into shadows. Chest? Chest? Oh, gotta open that chest. I bet there's all sorts of nice things in it. I'm so gonna open that chest. Oh, does that mean I'm gonna have to fight the skeleton? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I ask nicely. To making certain the skeleton is not going to immediately turn, you once again move off to resume your exploration. Okay, so we've got this skeleton and this and the snake wandering around. Keep exploring. That's the nothing message. Explored the ruins for quite some time without discovering anything of any particular significance. Or at least of any particular significance to someone with Sir Crokington's knowledge and abilities. I mean, it might maybe if it was a professional study of the old paleoarchaeology or something the really old stuff like before the arrival of the Adivardian Uenthium there must be some people who study that yes alright keep exploring staggering skeletons just gonna quick combat those 2xp uh, 18 gold, Swarting Ghoul, quick combat, 2xp, well everything I defeat down here is one less thing that could possibly get to the surface, suddenly, under what the strewn, strewn lane in a long forgotten sector, the ancient ruins, you suddenly find yourself confronted by a large pack of giant rats. The black-haired rodents, rodents, each as large as a tarn rat, squeak loudly upon catching sight of you. As the vicious creatures rush towards you, their eyes begin to emit a bright silver glow. And that's something, some sort of force putting them in. Kill! 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 Mode. But you know, even shriller and evilier. With no hope of outrunning the first wave of rats. You draw yourself into a combat ready stance and bravely prepare to face the onslaught. With the countless numbers of the giant silver-eyed rats swarming over you from out of the surrounding darkness, you struggle to maintain your footing as you strike out at the closest of vicious vernon. Can't flee yet, yet it's like the first time. More rats. Fleeing is not an option. At last, deterred by your stalwart defence, the swarm of silver-eyed rats scatters in all directions. For several moments you remain still, alone in the darkness, listening as their ghoulish shrieks fade into the distance. A quick search of the immediate area turns up a small cache of items tucked into a nook at the surrounding rubble. 
immediately assumed that this was the lair that the Wats were defending with such ferocity. So let's go steal all their stuff. Only studied, only studied leather boots. Of only sturdy, sturdy leather boots. It was worth taking, and also eight gold. After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you check over your equipment for once again setting off with the wounds beneath Pakwar. Alright, two closed ghouls, let's just take them out. Oh, ghouls, just go back to your pool of muck. Don't bother me round here, I'm trying to explore the city. Says oxygen exploration, explore now, three decaying ghouls. Now, wounds below Pacquiao. Four wet clad skeletons. Okay, keep exploring. Oh, it's more of those tarn wats. Well, regular wats. But they're super big, super aggressive. Silver eyed wat, one of many. Quick combat, 2xp. Quick combat, 4xp. You will discover the oh. Yeah, I find their lair, they're defending with such ferocity. And there's, there's some terrible loot and 28 gold. Explore now. Three wizen corpses, five wizen corpses. Quick combat, some loot. And keep exploring, keep exploring. Keep exploring. More of those rats. Quick combat. Okay, next of them, two of many. Quick combat. Alright, yep. Alright, the rats, are, rats flee. I take some stuff and 13 gold. Alright, three headless skeletons. Did you all did you all just bet your heads in a wager gone wrong, skeletons? Explore now. Cloaked ghouls, quick combat. This is slain. Okay, and keep exploring, keep exploring. It's the Witherer. These horrifying undead are restless spirits of the very wicked. Witherers typically inhabit rotting corpses, but the fiendish creatures have been known in rare instances to take over living hosts. The touch of the Witherer can drain the strength of the opponent. The siphoned energy is then employed by the spirit to heal its own wounds. Witherers are just as likely to be encountered in amongst a large group of undead as they are roaming about on their own. Okay, let's fight the Witherer regularly, which is out for you, and is slain, 5xp. You pause to catch your breath and check over the equipment, following the defeat of the Witherer. Alas, certain you're no longer in any immediate danger here, you once again set off to resume exploration. So wild clad skeleton, quick combat that, keep exploring, keep annoying, six written corpses, quick combat, quick combat, explore now. Exploration comes to an abrupt halt where you spot what? What a tall, hooded, black robed figure moving 
in and out amongst several piles of nearby debris. With every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, it turns in your direction, revealing a faceless face, fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The daunting, hollow stare of the robe skeleton fills you with dread. The silent, undead being, his bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, which I want, takes a few steps towards you before turning and moving off into the shadows. It's the second time you've encountered this robed, undead figure. To making certain the skeleton is not going to immediately return, you once again move off to resume your exploration. Explore once more. Alright, we're getting... We're drawing close to the hour mark. Four clothed ghouls. Quick combat for those. Four watting ghouls. Quick combat for those. Alright, three risen corpses. Alright, some loot. One gold. Two staggering skeletons. Quick combat. Suddenly. Your exploration comes to a abrupt halt when you spot a tall, robed, tall, hooded, black-robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris. Through every sense alert of the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. You're within 15 yards of the figure when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The haunting stare of the scrub skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, his bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, steps towards you and assumes a defiant posture. In that instant, a dull red glow appears in each of the skeleton's hollow eye subjects. So I can attack or flee. What happens if I flee? You turn and flee deeper into the ruins, eager to leave the robe skeleton far behind. To nearly a minute of flight, you lean up against the base of the toppled stone column to catch your breath. Much to relief, the menacing undead being is nowhere to be seen. Without further delay, you quickly check over your gear for once again setting off to resume your exploration. Now... Sir Crokington is too scooped by that, and so is going to take a brief, very, very brief, 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 brief rest from exploring the ruins below back floor. Call off the exploration for now, leave the ruins. You turn and make your way up the broad, circular, sloping corridor that leads out of the ancient ruins. To only a short trek, you find yourself before the massive door that seals off the ruins from the city above. Much to surprise as you step towards the door, the weighty disc of stone and iron shudders as it springs slowly outward. Wait a minute. If it would open for me, what else would it open for? Wasting no time, you slip through the narrow opening and step back into the gallery on the lower level of the Hall of Lords.
Alright. Okay. Let's leave the gallery. Leave the Hall of Lords. We're back. We're back at the main part of the city. Going to save. So. That, that's it for that's it for now. The next episode we will continue to explore the undercity of Pagwar. We're going to deal with that skeleton, deal with that stake, and deal do something about this giant horde of rats. And maybe we'll find some other nice things along the way. And also, at some point, we'll be showing Timakif all these things we found. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.